Since our last episode, I've produced multiple sheafs of notes about the wizard's work, preparing for his introduction. In that short, short time, we've also gone on at least half a dozen adventures, encountered the great guard Ivan, and received several messages from Artarium that helped us settle on a new core divination model. Lapura has plotted out how to map the land through art, developed an entirely new painting style, and created at least three new works, and helped me find my magical name. Never a dull moment here at Kreikata. We capped off the week with something especially special for the wizard, a magical train ride. There are quite a few local railroad clubs, historic rail stations, and specialty lines here in Michigan, and we're fortunate to have so many of them nearby. Yesterday's adventure was the sweetest little bite-sized snack of a ride on the southern Michigan, but it was absolutely perfect. And who should the wizard spot along the tracks but the wise one himself, crooked and hazy white in amongst the green on both sides? It was the wizard's love of trains that led us to Artarium in the first place. We've always said a train is the best way to get there. But peering out the thick peacock green paint of the train's window, and seeing our guide into this magical place literally surrounding us on all sides, it took things to a whole new level for me. And all because the wizard loves his trains. Even after writing this episode in full two other times this week, I knew something wasn't right. I'd gotten cocky, thinking I knew just what needed to be said about the wizard. I'd left out a key step in the process, a call to the divine, a riffling of Mwanda's deck, striking the flint just brightly enough to make out a few sigils scratched into the cave wall. It was vital for me to approach this episode about Lapura the same as I do the rest, not only for consistency, but because he would have it no other way. For as silent as the wizard is here, I have spent many a night listening to him speak animatedly and poetically about his art. And at the heart of every aspect of that for him is ritual. Consistent, reliable, dedicated practice. It reminds me often how important it is to set the scene. I thought back to one of the earliest rituals I had watched the wizard do, the time he'd painted Mentor, the beautiful cacophony of red, light blue, pink, and white that hangs in my living room. I could hear the heavy music he played, a drone that quieted the mind of daily chatter. The smell and smoke of incense hung in the air. I watched him smudge each corner and place blessed stones into the water at his workspace. And I could see the path of his movement around the room, not frenzied or harried, but resolute, sure and graceful, almost dancerly. He seemed to be at peace, even as he spent hours in constant thought and motion. It was all a ritual. In that time, neither of us really spoke. There were stretches where he seemed to be in a trance, doubtless receiving guidance from some unseen energy. It was hypnotic, his process yet another layer of his art. While it seemed at the time to be him creating a painting, I've since realized that what I was seeing was simply an iteration of his spiritual practice. He just happened to be holding a paintbrush at the time. As I prepared to write, I set my own scene, lighting smell goods and a few candles, dimming the lights and surrounding myself with the stones I know the wizard holds in high regard. Transformative bloodstone, intuitive moonstone, and magical merlinite. I closed my eyes and shuffled the oracle Artarium. The question on my lips, how shall I tell the story of Lapura? 
As I cut the deck, my mind slowly emptied, the blackness left behind a void to be filled with the images brought forth in the cards. As I turned up the three, I smiled. Serignus, the powerful fire pit of creativity. Capernus, the steadfast, hard-working steward of the land. And Somnissus, the character of meditation, dreams, and going within. So, essentially, Lapura in his purest form. And on top of that, three perfectly sequential characters. Definitely wizard stuff. And he takes none of these roles lightly. He is unfailingly a creative powerhouse, a loyal caretaker, and an explorer of all that lies within and without. No matter any plans I might have had for crafting an epic tale about the wizard, the oracle just told it to me straight, and so I will tell it to you. There is no one I trust more than Lapura. He is infallible, unshakable. His dedication to his craft is honestly probably unmatched, and if he cuts that line out of the final show, I won't be surprised. But there is a depth to his art that requires it. The intricate layers of his paintings capture the strata of energy put forth in the ritual. But his approach to creating those layers, too. The way he can close his eyes and see what needs to be painted, but then searches for the next layer in my word work, his experiments with sound, or the revelations of a recent adventure. In a way, his art becomes a depiction of a stretch of time, a collection of energies, the power of new discoveries, his travels to Artarium, created with intention, by means of, and to further encourage, connection with the divine, with the folks who collect his art, with the community. I have another of his works, aptly named Wizard, hanging above my altar table. It is an exquisite abstract that reminds me of a floating island city. As with all his art, this one bears countless layers. But step forward, and you'll see they're composed not only of paint and primer, but intention, raw emotion, and that blazing serignus energy. Each stroke finds its balance, each color its complement. Slate blue and deep indigo, with pops of aqua, cherry, and warm sun, all suspended in an otherworldly haze. Nothing is measured, and yet it all feels aligned just right on the canvas. The closer you get, the more it feels like maybe you could step right into the city. Stand close enough to feel your breathing echo back, and you'll discover scratchy sigils and secret code. Each layer captures and relays something new. Each layer is also a vital part of the ritual, a step on the spiral path. While Wizard and Mentor will always have my heart, in the years since creating those two amazing pieces, Lapura has completely transformed his approach to painting. He found himself wanting to draw from more than his own energy and the ether around him. He wanted to create an experience that would welcome others in to participate. He'd been working with models around Detroit for years, creating abstracts and figurative paintings. But when it came time for us to put a call out to those interested in helping with the wizard's new approach, model no longer felt like the right word. Ritual participant seemed both vague and a little off-putting. We finally landed on projectionist, like in old movie houses. Rather than being asked merely to pose, 
the projectionist became involved in aspects of the planning process and stood at the heart of the ritual. The wizard crafted a scene that would make them feel at home with the process, including specially chosen scents and sounds. He asked the projectionist to focus on a particular intention or idea, and then to take part in the creation of the work, imbuing it with their energy through a variety of stamping, body art, and multimedia captures. It was through them that the work came to life, and the resulting pieces were filled with a volume of energies and experiences that I dare say is rare in art today. But the wizard didn't stop there. What began with capturing projectionist shadows with black paint expanded to capturing their light with a variety of colors and textures brought to life through creative lighting. And in the past week, he's expanded his plans yet again to bring back the beautifully balanced techniques behind Wizard and Mentor, layered in with projectionist pressings, intuitive captures, poetry, sigils, and of course, careful intention. Thank you for joining us for these two introductory episodes. The Wizard and your faithful bard are at your service. Please drop us a postcard if you have questions or requests for the show and check out our notes to see the wizard's art for yourself. Even as I record the show, I know he is busy dreaming up new projects and approaches to art, magic, and life. I know he's stepping his way through new rituals, treating his beautiful wife like a queen, creating an amazing magical oasis at home and at our shop, and all the while, eyes wide and mind open. Now let go. This week's Sumgrata is a treat for our fellow pharaoh equinologists in honor of the wizard and his trains. A few weeks ago, we were investigating in our favorite rail line, and after a few hours, not a train in sight. Not until we loaded up our gear to hit the road, that is. Fortunately, we had enough warning to park, unpack, and set up before she flew by. Now close your eyes and wait for the train with us. If you can see the bolts, it's slow enough to jump on. Lead off just a hair, and when you grab her, hang on tight. We'll see you in Artarium, adventurers. <laughs>